Don't talk about it. Be about it. This is the Lucy Beatrix Podcast. On my show, I talk to some of the most hopeful, striving, and determined people that I can find. But today's episode is a solo sode where I'm just going to be talking to you guys directly about what I'm going to go after my dreams in the marathon. So stay tuned. Thanks so much for tuning back into my show. Um, Last episode I did was with my friend Brendan McCarthy, who's also my strength coach, and his girlfriend Jasmine, who is a strength trainer and super flexible human. You don't want to miss that episode, so go back and listen to Getting Strong with Brendan and Jasmine. It was an amazing show. We talked a lot about strength training for runners and mental health and all kinds of good stuff, so make sure you check out that episode. Today, I'm actually just plugging in to tell you guys a little bit about what I'm doing to get ready for my marathon in January, where I'm going to be racing my third marathon ever in Houston. And I want to get into taking risks to go after big dreams, because it's something that I've been thinking about a lot. So to back up and give you guys a little bit of a story of how I got to where I am right now. I am fresh off of the second marathon I ever ran, which was the Chicago Marathon about a month and a half ago, where I busted out a 244 marathon, which is about a 616 minute per mile pace. And it was nothing short of an incredible experience for me. This was a dream come true of mine to run what would have been an Olympic trials qualifying time for the 2020 US American trials. Um, And it's something that I had as a goal that I just really wanted to come come to come true. And so I really put my head down and did the work all summer training with my partner Omri, my training partner, I should say, Omri, one of my best friends, as we logged hundreds of miles um, getting ready for the Chicago Marathon. Now, when I commit to doing this race, I had a funny relationship with the marathon given the first and only other marathon I had run was CIM two years prior. And for that marathon, I was really just like learning how to run. It was three years ago that I was training for that. It was the first time I ever touched the track for track workouts uh, because as you may or may not know, I was never an athlete growing up and I got into running kind of later on in my life. And once I commit to training for the marathon, everything was new for me three years ago. So this time around, I was a little bit wiser, but I also knew there was a lot that I didn't know when it came to the marathon. So I listened to a lot of my mentors and friends and got myself to the starting line in Chicago, did the thing after a little tumble at the race start, which if you don't, if you don't know, I fell at the start of the race, but dusted myself off very quickly, got up, finished the race, 2.44, bam. It was just amazing. So after that experience, I was feeling pretty good. I felt very fresh and ready to go after my next big goal, which is to qualify for the Olympic trials in 2024. And in order to qualify for the trials, I have to run a 2.37 marathon. So I do have to shave off a significant amount of time from the time that I just ran in Chicago, which is understandably a very big goal. And while I'm not entirely sure that I'm going to achieve that time in 
about six weeks in Houston, I'm just going to start chipping away. And the goal here is to just practice the art of 26.2 miles because as many of you guys know, the marathon is a very fickle distance. It's not something that you can just take a shot in the dark and hope you get it right. You really have to practice it over and over again. So this time, I'm doing a couple things differently to go after this marathon with a little bit more specificity. The first thing that I'm doing is I finally surrendered to a coach. I, I got myself a coach. He's actually the same person coaching, coaching my friend and someone that I look up to named Mitch Amons, who is an extremely fast marathoner. If anything, he just paced uh, the American record holder, Kira D'Amato, in Berlin. And basically, I reached out to Mitch and was like, you know, I'm going after this marathon. I need help. What what can I do to be better? And he directed me towards, um, towards this coach named Jeffrey Cunningham. So basically, I started talking to Jeffrey and gave him a little bit of a backstory on me and things seemed to click. He had a very similar philosophy. He has a lot of similar philosophies that I do. He also has a ton of experience. So I'm having him guide me and help me towards my goal, which which we're not totally sure it's going to happen at Houston. This goal that I have now to qualify for the Olympic trials for 2024 is going to be a process and I'm not assuming that I'm just going to get it right over, you know, over the course of the next 6 weeks. But that is the long-term goal for me. And I'm not afraid to say it out loud because even 3 years ago when I was going after my sub 245 marathon, I I said it out loud and I put it out there. Um I wanted people to know that this is this is my dream and I'm not afraid to say it out loud. So that's how I feel about chasing this uh, new goal or the new OTQ time in Houston. And I'm also humbled in knowing that like I might not get it the first time, but there are a lot of opportunities between now and 2024 to to take a stab at it. So I'm registered for Houston and that's what I have my focus on for the next month and a half. And in order to get myself set up for success, I'm actually uh, going going down south, going out west and out down south to Texas, where I'm going to be training closely with my coach because he's based in Austin and do my track workouts and my long runs with the Bat City Track Club down there. And yeah, I'm basically relocating for the month of December because I I want to set myself up for success. And I know, I know because of how it was last winter and the winter before, training in the winter in New York City is nearly impossible for someone like me because I just don't like running in the cold. So I mentioned this on the last episode, but you know, I I had this plan in the back of my head that I was going to escape the winter and I booked a ticket to get down south on Saturday. So that's in two days. I am heading to Austin where I'm just going to start chipping away and get myself um, in, in better shape or like refine the shape that I have from my base in Chicago uh, to now go after Houston. So as I mentioned, I've been doing things to set myself up for success. And the first thing was getting a coach. The second thing is relocating to Austin for a few weeks to get myself uh, in tip-top shape, running with other people, going after the same goal. 
But then the next thing I'm doing is I've been really tuning into my diet and making sure that I'm both fueling and uh, covering all my bases with nutrition. One thing that I don't think I did right the first time around, or at least uh, this this last buildup for Chicago was, I don't think I was taking in enough protein. And as I've been training aggressively again, I am noticing that protein is my secret weapon. I have significantly amped up my protein intake in the past uh, month and a half from when I was training for Chicago to well over 100 grams a day. And while I'm not a nutritionist and I'm not trying to give anyone advice of how much protein they should be eating, I know that for me, having that extra extra 40 to 50 grams of protein on top of what I was normally eating a day has been huge. And it's given me this edge where I feel like I'm attacking my workouts in a very different way. And yeah, I think it's something that like is going to give me that extra boost when I um, start to build up the mileage even more, getting back into these 100 mile weeks. And yeah, I've just noticed such a big difference. The next thing that I've been doing that is that is huge and just a total game changer is I've been working with a strength coach. Um, twice a week, I've met with my friend, Brendan McCarthy, who is really, really knowledgeable on kettlebells and strength and conditioning. And we've been doing a lot, a lot of runner-specific strength training. And I tried to do it um, building up for Chicago. I was doing some strength here and there, maybe maybe once every two weeks. But this time, it's a lot more serious. And I have to say, because I had just had a session with him today, it is so hard <laughs> and it's it's definitely my weakness. I'm not I'm not very savvy with strength training, but Brendan sits there with me for 2 hours and we go over everything. We do all kinds of different uh, strength exercises with kettlebells and like things like single leg deadlifts and um, today we were working on swinging the kettlebell. <sighs> it's a lot, but it is so so game changing because from that, I've noticed I have just taken my running to the next level in ways that I can't even, I can't even fathom that I, I've been missing out on this whole edge of like incorporating strength training into my routine. Um, I actually went and ran, I did a long run where I did eight miles at a minute per mile slower than goal marathon pace and then eight miles at marathon pace. So I did like eight miles at a seven minute mile and then eight miles at a just under six minute mile. So it was like a, it was a long run, but I have to say that I felt like I had such a sharpness and a spring in my step, and I can only attribute that to strength training. So I feel like there is something to be said about how this time around I'm doing things differently and I'm really trying to give myself just every possible opportunity to just be the best that I possibly can given what my, um, what tools I have now. So relocating too is kind of a risk. Like this is something that I'm just putting all my eggs in one basket and going somewhere completely new. I don't have the same sense of community down in Austin that I do in New York. But to me, it's worth it because I'm going to set myself up for um, going after this really aggressive goal. And it's kind of the only way I know how to go big is to do something like you know, kind of extreme and relocate and mainly just shake up my normal routine 
and get me out of thinking that I know how to do everything. I'm completely surrendering to the process and letting my coach guide me and show me the way since he knows what he's doing. So that said, between going down to Austin, having this new coach, working with a strength trainer, and eating more protein, I've been doing things a lot differently this time around. And I believe in myself. I think that I can go after this goal. And whether I get to the U.S. Olympic trials this cycle or, you know, next fall in Berlin, I do believe that I have a shot. And I'm hoping that with my story of going from non-athlete, never an athlete growing up, to now running fast and far, I can instill and inspire other runners to think that you guys can do it too. It's really nothing special. It just comes down to just training and believing in yourself. So I hope that with that, you guys can just hit me up on Instagram. If you have any questions about training, I'm an open book. I'm here to answer any question you may have. I'm at L-U-C-I-E-B-E-A-T-R-I-X on Instagram. And until next time, just be fast. Just win. Just win.